Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire and Berkshire. The show that brings you stories, fun and music from your local area. We're always looking for you to be featured on the show. Come and talk to us. Email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk or head to our Facebook page at The Weekly Experience and send us a message. Here we go then, and welcome to another edition of the community podcast that has community at its heart. We create real stories because we talk to real people who have real-life experiences. Last time, we spent the day at Basingstoke at Willow's Coffee House. This time, the town has had a busy couple of days. It's the turn of Farnborough and the lovely company of Nadia at the Alexandra. Today's show is packed with loads of excellent community spirit, including this lot. Ali, head chief at Canteen, gives us the giggles with some plans. Also, Gary joins us from FedCap Employment with some help if you're looking for work. Tracy joins us with an update with the Fleet Beards and her special guests that could be arriving in town soon. Plus, also, we have a look back at the weekend's British Motor Show. Plus, Mike is here to explain the escape hunt. At the moment, we are fully booked, which is really, I mean, it's amazing for us coming out of lockdown uh, you know it's one of those things where we weren't expecting many people to come and experience being locked <laughs> back into a room we have some suggestions on some big events still to come up so get your diaries ready we have another round of the celebs on helium with a theme relating to organic month for our quiz this week and some super talented musicians talking to you with real stories real people real life this is the weekly experience so today to my right hand side it's jack jack's here on time this morning when we started uh, doing the podcast but uh, Be- is beth here i'm here. Oh, not oh, here she is here oh she is here Oh, yes, she turned up late. Yeah. I was saving the world. I've what's, been what's learning from Batman. Oh, don't make excuses. You've got a guest on a bit. <laughs> it's only Beverly. Okay, I didn't recognise her voice. Hi, Bev. <laughs> Hello, my sweethearts. Let me apologise from the bottom of my heart and other areas of my body. She's crossing her fingers there. She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of the gin on a Sunday evening, was I it? don't think so, if only... <laughs> Life's challenges. Let's start the week as we mean to go on, on and up. Onwards and upwards. She, she kind of stumbled in, didn't she? She did, didn't she? A little bit. <laughs> Is it, if anybody's listening to this, it's nothing to do with alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Just an early morning. I, I noticed her. A very I've, early morning. Notice her foundation's a bit more thicker this way, just to cover up, you know, the, the baggy eyes, the I'm drunk si- look. I'm sitting in the shadows today. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's Monday, it's lunchtime, it is onwards and upwards so how you been what have you been up to oh do you know what i had a lovely weekend saying oh. all of that i've been um house and dog sitting oh lovely yes and it, it's been really a delight because the dog doesn't like to go for a walk <laughs> <laughs> always handy when you've got a dog you're looking after he's yeah. gorgeous he's a he's a gorgeous dog what anyway. about your poor dogs well i have my daughter living at home with our dogs so you neglected your two little cuties i didn't because i popped back during the day and did a bit of housework and then i came to went to the other house and didn't <laughs> So it was lovely, and it was all local and nice. So I've had a lovely time. It was a nice bit of a relaxation, mostly. Fantastic. How about you, Roger? What have I been up to? Well, um, in the weekend, I've been looking after a dog as well. Oh, yeah. Two little doggies. Two and, little doggies. And one little tiny cat. And how's it going? Because you're, um, you're not an animal owner on any level. No, not an animal lover, but I do like looking after... Other people's. Yeah. Are they good doggies? Yeah. <laughs> one is kind of skits, basically. Goes from everywhere... <laughs> Stay, stay still, Koki, and all this kind of business. Hey, what's his name? Koki. Koki. Okay. 
Young? Okay. Is, cool it young? Is he young? Um, youngish. Okay. And then you've got Ollie Dog, who's poorly pee nowadays. Ollie Dog? Yeah, is Ollie that, Dog. It's not called Ollie. Ollie. Ollie okay. the dog. Oh, Ollie. That's why it says Ollie Dog, sounds yeah, like I one know. word. <laughs> sounds like a Russian Ollie art. A little uh, white fr- fruition. And he, he's older then, yeah, is he? Yeah, bless. He's about 77, basically. Wow, okay. In but kind overall, of do- in dog years. You've enjoyed it. Yeah, but he doesn't go. He doesn't want to do much nowadays. He just wants to walk around the community centre and that's about it. <laughs> okay. Around the outskirts of the community centre, I must say, by the way, um, to have his little walk and that's it. He's, he's knackered by the end of it. So do you take them both out together or one? No, time? you've got to do it separately. All right, so that takes up quite a lot of time yeah, then. Exactly. And also, what I, thought, I went to the British Motor Show last week, end you of last did, week. did, yes. Which you'll hear a little bit on the show in just a while. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jack, what have you been up to? Let's wait for just the Just babysitting kids, because obviously it's school time. So, uh, ta- dad taxi. Dad taxi, dad taxi um, yeah. Feeding my buzz cat, you know? Yeah. And call oh, him Buzz. Yeah. Let's call him Buzz. I thought we were calling Ray. No, call him Buzz. Okay. Part of oh, the show. It's buzz. changed name already. Yeah, call him Buzz. Can't yeah. we call him Ray Buzz? Ray Buzz. No. Buzz Ray. No, buzz, he wants buzz, to call buzz. him. Last week we <laughs> named him Ray. <laughs> buzz Buzz. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. That doesn't quite suit. Oh, we like Ray, don't we? Yeah, we like Ray. Ray short for stray. To, to Ray the, the stray. That's part, what it's part of the show, you know. Yeah, but it's Ray the stray. And then that, that's stray. what developed last week. Okay, yeah. call it Ray the stray then. Yeah, he's still a stray. And he's still called Ray. And still feeding him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. That's all right. That's so we've had all of an eventful seven days since we last spoke. We have. Yeah. So, shall we crack on with the rest of the show? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true. True, false, false, true. Hmm. So, today it's the turn of me. Roger, 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 Roger. Read out your statement. My statement goes like this. I once interviewed the former Prime Minister, Tony Blair. Oh my goodness. I Hmm. really, really want this to be true. I think it is true because you can book him. He's got radio backgrounds. I know, but he doesn't necessarily need to say yes. I mean, when would Roger have done it? When in did his, you do it? In his radio days. He's sitting there. Well, he was. Well, it was. A, it was for the radio, I must say. Okay, and was it when he was prime minister? Yeah. So that was 1990, late 90s, 1997. Seven, 90, 97. Oh, he got the year right. Yeah. He got the year right. Is that when he came in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know? I was thinking about that this morning, just as a slight. I think aside. it was about 99. I interviewed. Him. Was it? Yeah. When Sherry Blair opened the door the day after the election and her hair was all, you know, she was bleary-eyed. I felt like that this morning, actually. <laughs> I thought, oh, my God. Yeah, I think you're telling the truth. Hang on, we've got a whole programme to I get know, through, yeah. I know, Don't kill the suspense so too much. So where okay. did you interview him? Um, I was over in uh, Lowestoft. Lowestoft. Well, those two are fact, because he did live and work in Lowestoft. Mm-hmm. And, it was a ra- and he did work on radio over there. But... I was doing an interview. It came up uh, accidentally, basically, because um, he was here. He was there uh, to do something with the Sea Cadets or something, and okay. I managed to Nab kind him. of win win my way in with the Sea Cadets and chat to them. And I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> why not avoid Tony, Tony Blair? Tony, come with me." Yeah. Well, this is all sounding like it's stacking so up. That's genuine. It? It's, it's got a, you know, it's got a cheerful face. It's, you know, it's not the other thing twitching. about it is why do have we heard nothing about it? That's 
suppose everybody's Yeah, but you don't know half of my radio career, do you? No, that's true. We need to take him out and get him drunk. Yeah, mm. definitely. Mm-mm. Okay, well, we'll okay, answer more we'll questions a bit later. Yeah. So the statement goes like this, and just to remind you, I once interviewed the former Prime Minister, Tony Blair. Now then, ladies and gentlemen, answers, by the way, at the end of the podcast, recap in the middle. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> it's the weekly experience. Now then, she always makes us smile every time we do our podcasting at Canteen. So last time, we've managed to catch up with good old Ali. So how's business? Yeah, really good. Um, last week, the first week of the school holidays was quite quiet. Um, and then we had that hot weather and that seemed to kill trade for like a week. But then last week, it's just been crazy busy, which is fab. There's lots of new puppies about, which is nice. Yeah, because you are very dog-friendly here. Absolutely. Very dog-friendly. I know. We're gonna, so we've got Doggy, we've got a couple of um, families coming in tomorrow for Doggy afternoon teas and adult or human afternoon teas as well. Now, our man is new to all of this, aren't you? So what do you have on the Doggy menu? Um, so Natalie from Pup Cakes and Bakes, which I think yeah. you've yes, already interviewed. Yeah, yeah. So she makes all the doggy treats, but she makes them look like human food. So she'll have custard creams and jammy dodgers, but they're for the dogs. So clever. She's so it's clever. so clever. And then obviously we have Louise from Simple Cakes. She obviously does all the, the little cakes for the, for the adult part. Yeah. Oh, I think it's great. She was lovely as well. When we oh, interviewed her lovely. last time here, she was absolutely great. She was making us feel very scrummy and like, mmm. She makes the most amazing <laughs> cakes. I'm so lucky. So lucky to have her. Does she make all the cakes here that you've got on the side she, she, today? She tends to do all the specialised ones, the vegan, the gluten-free, the vegan and gluten-free cakes and the cherry bake rolls, yeah. Those bake rolls, oh my they God. look amazing. Yeah. Because they're quite thick, aren't they? <gasps> I know. I'm Obviously, gonna... Mandy hasn't checked out our podcast, has she? No. No. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Thanks, sorry. Thanks. Thanks, Mandy. Outrageous. Oh, I, I outrageous. <laughs> Singles night? Yeah. No, oh, so yeah. Um, speed dating for oh. single dog owners. Oh, I don't oh, have a dog. Speed dating for the dogs? Oh, no, I for the dog owners. owners. Speed dating for the dogs. <laughs> and we've got a dog that can borrow. Can I borrow Mandy's dog? <laughs> you can borrow Elsie. <laughs> No, for the dog owners, not the dogs. No, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so you don't have to bring a dog in? No. Oh. Are you we single? We have a gay then? and lesbian oh. section over the corner. Put on your own, Rog. Because I don't love... Oh, OK. Do you know what? I think that's a great idea. Brilliant. Because not everybody wants to go to a pub. No. And pubs are great. We all love pubs. Well, I love a pub. But, but if you've got dogs in common, else. it gives them something to talk about. Because a lot of, yeah. Sorry, are we overtaking your no. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hire a dog anyway. I know which dog I can hire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cute Cavapoo. Oh. <laughs> Named Teddy. Oh, oh who that belongs to? That's your Scott, Scott Mills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. will he loan you? You're his dog. He does babysit and dog babysit. I'll lick him the week that I'm borrowing it. He or must. looking after it. Mm. He must trust you. Yeah. First, first week in October, okay? Remember that. Do you know, talking about day-night stuff, when you've got, like, nice little dogs you carry around, that can kind of a pull, be a pillar. Oh, Same as, like, having kids. Yeah. When I set my little kids out, you know, yeah. you know, they're kind of talked in there. Oh, it's quite cool, you yeah, know. I do hate that these people that come in with, like, dogs in their bags. Yeah, don't, but can you imagine if you came in with a cute little dog and yeah, there was a lovely like, lady walk past and she was like, oh, look at your little dog, can I stroke it? He's not into women. 
That's why I want the gay and lesbian section oh, of the corner, right. you see, my love. Okay, we can have that section. No, but I think you're right. I think Ellie's right. I think she's got a good I'm point. the only gay in <laughs> David. I think we'll leave it there on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Ali, thank you very much indeed for making us feel very welcome again uh, for doing all our podcasts. Thank you. Thank you. That was the lovely Ali Bullimore from Canteen joining us on the Weekly Experience podcast uh, from Canteen. Uh, We'll be back there in Fleet in the next couple of weeks. If you want to book a podcast, by the way, uh, let me remind you, head to buzzpodcast.co.uk and click on the button that says booking a podcast and you can hear more of the conversation with Ali at buzzpodcast.co.uk and then if you click into weekly experience extra bit you'll find the full interview there uh, so we love Ali don't we we love Ali I love that idea well, speed dating got speed, nights yeah. for um, people with dogs yeah that's that's. Um, I've got two dogs do you want to borrow one yes yeah you can have the naughty one yeah so speed dating is that where you have to really talk fast you know, I've never been to one. Trouble is, I've got that problem, okay? Have you ever thought about this? Okay, you you two be fine there, right? Mm-hmm. Going Me. along. You Why? as well, Jack. Why? Why? Share, share us your wisdom and knowledge. Well, I'm gay, for God's sake. How am I supposed to identify with another gay person being there? Well, you just say. Just say you're gay. <laughs> yeah, but then a nice lady, attractive lady comes along. Whatever. You're in your dreams. <laughs> he scores and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> no, all you have to do is say something. Or should I have that badge on? Hey, I fam. am gay. Wrist, wrist fam. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes if you go out to singles events, they have like a traffic light system. So right. If you, um, like, we're just happy what, to chat. Uh, what colour so traffic light would I have then? I don't know, I'm just thinking. Red? <laughs> Stop there. But, uh, no, don't I'm go any say further. It. I'm gay. Maybe <laughs> the one in the corner on his own. <laughs> like I said to Ali, for instance, there should be a gay and lesbian section in the yeah. corner and a transgender section as well at the well, other maybe, end. Maybe it's different. Oh, you don't want it to be different nights. Simple. I think it was, it's worth thinking about. Okay, Ali. You, you've go for the idea it. and see how it works out, okay? I'll let, you, <laughs> I'll let you know if I'm coming along. Anyway, let's have some music on the podcast. This is Charlotte Campbell. This is On Your Side. Oh, I. Too resilient for that. 
Campbell, that's on your side on the Weekly Experience podcast. Here from the Alexandra in Farnborough today, we're joined by Jack and Bev. Uh, so, thought I'd go through some of the uh, events which are happening over the next uh, couple of weeks or so. Uh, like, for instance, the Fully Charged Show, which is going to be at Farnborough International Exhibition and Conference Centre. This is on from the 3rd to the 5th of September. Uh, fingers crossed we're going to be going along as a team and doing some podcasting, plus also some videography, plus the radio show as well from there. So that's the 3rd to the 5th of September. Uh, get your tickets from there. And also check out our Facebook pages because I think uh, give you more details once we have it. Also, Reading Pride on the 4th of September. And then we've got Surrey Pride in a couple of weeks after that on the 25th, which is at... In Godalming. Thank you. Uh, so we've got the Legend Festival at War Memorial Park in Basingstoke on the 4th and 5th of September. Uh, Alex Festival at... Uh, Alex Fest, I should say. Here at the Alexandra is happening on the 11th of September. Live music, barbecue, £5 a ticket. All Red. the money raised goes to the Phyllis Tuckwell uh, charity, which is absolutely superb. Mm-hmm, absolutely is. Uh, according to today, when we recorded this podcast, kind of got a few tickets are sold already. Yeah. So get your tickets, which is uh, really great. So speak to the Nadia here and she will sort you out with a ticket. Plus also there's a fire walk in aid of the St. Michael's Hospice in Oldham Aston Road at the St. Michael's Hospice. Uh, this is happening in Basingstoke on the 17th of September. More details if you head to our Facebook page, Basingstoke Life. Fancy doing that? A fire walk. Fire bare, walk. Bare feet over coals? Yeah. No. Why is that? Well, they always say it's mind over matter. Yeah. Depends on the date. I might be busy. I'll, I'll do it. I'm going to strap some bacon to my feet so I get to the other side and make a sandwich. <laughs> I've, already, I've already put you both in for it. Have you? Uh, yeah. And yourself, of course. I'm just, I'm going along to do the commentary. I'm part of the commentary team. Okay, what day is this again? The 17th of September. I'll put the bacon on my feet. You can put the burgers on yours. And you do the sausage on yours. <laughs> <laughs> Plus also, if you fancy a little bit of a drink, who doesn't? Our Oktoberfest is happening at Stoke Park in Guildford on the 8th and 9th of October. 
nice one. If you'd like to add to that list, by the way, do get in touch with us on the weekly experience. Uh, you can email one of the members of the team, and we're going to do this in one full sweep here today without any mistakes. It's Roger at smjmediagroup.uk. It's Beverly at smjmediagroup.uk. And it's Jack at smjmediagroup.uk. Get in touch with one of the team members and we will include it on the diary in a future edition of the podcast. Now, busy time for us here at Buzz Podcast with another massive event uh, which has just gone out of the way, which was for the first year here in Farnborough, which was the British Motor Show. We managed to catch up with uh, Craig from the press and marketing team, first of all. So why the move then to Farnborough? Uh, there's a couple of reasons behind it, really. Uh, first of all, uh, the venue is superb in terms of uh, how they're accommodating us and the space that's on offer. Uh, also, with it being uh, a kind of a centre of technological innovation in the UK, uh, and it's also within two hours travel time of around 60% of the UK population, which is, is pretty important when you're putting on a show of this magnitude. Uh, you're trying to get it off the ground, and uh, you know, in, in fairness to the organisers at Farnborough, they couldn't have been more accommodating. So it's a, a fantastic venue, uh, great outdoors. So how long does it take you to put an event like this on? Um, well, in, in essence, we've actually had an extra year to do it this time around because the original plan was to do the event in August 2020. Uh, we all know what happened um, in 2020, so we don't need to, to go over that. Uh, but it's been a bit of a race to the finish line now to, to make sure it happens this year because there was a while where we didn't know whether we were going to be able to do it at all. Uh, you can imagine uh, with the constantly moving goalposts around the uh, coronavirus crisis and what have you, uh, while we knew that there was a huge appetite among the public to attend uh, large events, and we're certainly seeing that with the numbers we're getting through the doors because I think people have got, you know, desperate to go out and do things, which is great. Um, but, you know, we did not know whether the show was going to go ahead six months ago, so we've, we've had to kind of... Uh, work very closely with all the show's partners and sponsors um, and indeed with Farnborough who were very accommodating with the change of date and everything to make sure that we were able to put the event on and, and you know we're, we're immensely proud of having been able to get it across the line. When you had that news last year you wouldn't be able to put it on how was what was the atmosphere like? Uh, it was initially it was devastating because we, we worked so hard to reignite the idea of a British motor show we we came up with the concept in 2019 when we had no idea of, of what was going to happen next um, uh, we launched the show to the UK media in January 2020. Um, and, you know, just nine weeks later, we were all put into lockdown. Um, but then, I think like any other business, none of us really saw it coming. Uh, and we're really proud to have survived and come out the other side and are extremely grateful to those sponsors, partners and to the venue for, for holding over their, their support into this year. Uh, rather than withdrawing it completely, because without them we wouldn't have been able to put the show on. Tim's here. Hello. Hello. How are you? Not bad. In the middle of uh, enjoying being on the stage with Fuzz at the moment, down mm. here at the British Motor Show. So then, uh, <laughs> different venue for the Motor Show? Mm. Enjoying it? Absolutely, yeah, very much so. So what do you love about a Motor Show? Uh, in this particular case, I mean, it's a good question any normal time, but post-Covid, I think anybody whether they like cars or not would enjoy their time here because it's nice just interacting it's nice being around people again it's nice being around other pieces of engineering so for me um the truth is there are two different sort of sides to me i grew up going to motor shows and i could walk around motor shows anonymously just looking at the cars and spending ages just staring at some engineering and now there's the me going to a motor show hosting a well-known car show so it's a very different approach but I like them both because it's lovely to come here and meet the people that, without whom we wouldn't exist, the fans of the show. 
And it's also nice to be around people who are fellow petrol heads and people who also have a love for vehicles because it's something that you either have or you don't. And, uh, and I do. So tell us about the Bentley Man. What's the concept? Well, the Bentley Man is basically I go around all the UK and I hopefully get people to open up about their issues to do with mental health after going through it in 2009 myself. What's the main message you're trying to put across here? It's, it's, it's getting people to open up and talk. And I find at car shows, people are so relaxed, they actually open up. I probably have 50 women crying and, and 20 guys crying at events because they open up about their issues because they're not expecting to talk about mental health at a car show. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different way of doing it, isn't it? And you've got a lovely display. This is the world's first podcast studio in the back of a London black taxi, which is no longer black. It's a pink taxi. It's also my company car, believe it or not. Oh, OK. Uh, so if ever you see a pink taxi uh, coming towards you, it's only me. Uh, and I promise to be a bit cheaper as well. Uh, so who do you talk to then? So we talk to uh, anyone and everyone, essentially. So whoever whoever wants a business podcast. Uh, but we mainly deal with businesses that, that you know need a unique and innovative way of getting their messaging out there, essentially. Uh, so that's what we do. We do a lot of work within the motor industry. So we've been responsible for a, a Shell podcast, a podcast for Shell uh, for their electric vehicle uh, uh, um, entity called New Motion. So we did Wheels in Motion, the Wheels in Motion podcast series uh, interview people like uh, Edmund King and the editor of Top Gear magazine and uh, lots of other panellists, adventurer Chris Ramsey was on there as well, so so that's a really good one, um, we do, you know, we work on behalf of many organisations where we bring podcasts to them. So that was our little summary behind the British Motor Show did you enjoy it Jack? I loved it, it was actually brilliant, absolutely brilliant, so we met recognised a lot of cars from the Camden Car Show mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah we got Tim, Tim Shaw, got hiccups now sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's just that he's doing so it. Yeah, some car SOS. So that's quite a big TV series as well. But also, we didn't get an interview um, first, but we're getting next time. Did you see any celebrities around the place? I saw Phil Tufnell, the rugby player. Okay. Um, obviously, uh, Tim Shaw is a little bit of a celebrity himself with mm-hmm. car SOS. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Well, Colin Furs, well, no, not Colin Furs, no. Furs, his name is Furs. I can't remember his last name now. But him and um, Tim Shaw are TV celebrities. Okay, good. And I saw kind of a few of the TV presenters that presents a lot of these driving shows. Yeah, Willie Willis and Dillis, because he was there as well. Mm-hmm. We didn't actually get to see, um, physically see him. Okay. No, I think he was like outside doing stuff. It looks such a, big, such a big site, but yeah. also you felt safe there, for instance. Uh, thumbs up for them for doing what they did. They were sanitising various places around, but plenty of space so people didn't feel crammed in there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and that's what I did like about it. Although it was a little bit of a trek to the different, different stations. kind of region, yeah. it was really worth it because there was plenty to see. There was the electric arena uh, towards the back of the site wasn't there with yeah. that 1957 Morgan yeah it's interesting that was petrol 70 miles an hour top speed mm. electric just over 90 wow. I'll tell you a funny thing when I was when I, I I had to visit there yesterday on the Sunday to collect a, a few little bits and pieces uh, from what we were displaying for instance and on the way back I'm sure I was following that Morgan because everyone was coming out of the site or whatever I'm sure I followed that Morgan back to fleet okay because I was like, I'm sure that's like 1957 Morgan. So, you know, what I would have done was followed it until it got to its destination. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not like that, Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely classy car. Uh, have we got a video of that sometime? Yeah, we've got the interview for Tim Shaw himself. That's gone out. 
Uh, I'm just going to put a, a, a video out very, very shortly. So by the time you've listened to this, it'll be out. So it'll be like a mix-up of all the show bits we were there. Great one to watch then. Yes, indeed. So a nice little recap. Indeed. I look forward to seeing that. Right. Now then. September is Organic September. More well, on that in a bit. So, what's the quiz about then? Um, do you reckon it's all things organic, Jack? Could be about cats and dogs. It could be, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah. Or fluffy clouds. Or fluffy clouds. I'm going to go fluffy clouds. You're going to go fluffy clouds? Yeah, I'm going to go for like different beers. <laughs> well, you're both wrong. Hit the quiz music. Scores on the doors, do you remember? Um, <coughs> 15 and a half, 13 and a half. No, it's higher than that. You're on 17 and a half and he's only on 13 and a half. Luckily, I remember the scores, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's all fading into each yeah, other. Yeah, he's, he's about four points behind he you is. now. He is. He has slunk. He has slunk. Slunk. Similar to that word. Eat one of your chips, another thing. Okay? So today's quiz is all to do with organic, because it's organic September. Yes, we're just playing with you, Roger. Okay, the questions go a little bit like this, then. The difference between organic food and non-organic food lies in... A. Fertilising the crops. B. Weeding. C. Managing pests and diseases, or all of them. Okay. So you got four options there. Jack, have you got any idea? Mm-hmm. He always says yes. Oh, no. <laughs> he always nods his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got that. Yeah. yeah, Which amongst these organic foods is a healthier choice? A. Or organic banana. B. An organic apple. Or C. Organic pum- pumpkin. Well, that's going to be an interesting one. That's an interesting answer. Well, it be, I'm thinking it'll be the same as um, non-organic, but it'll be even more healthy. Mm. So it's just a matter of working that one out. Okay, question number three today. What are the requirements for meat to be labelled organic? Organic livestock must be fed organic feed. B, organic livestock must not be given growth hormones. Or C, both. That's a tricky one. I'll be looking forward to listening to that again. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shall we rattle through those questions? Yeah, right, right. Yes, please. Okay. Question one today. The difference between organic food and non-organic food lies in fertilising the crops, weeding, managing pests and diseases, or all three of them. Number two. Which amongst these organic foods is a healthier choice? Organic banana, organic apple, or organic pumpkin? What are the requirements for the meat to be labelled organic? Organic livestock must be fed organic feed. Organic livestock must not be given growth hormones. Or C, both. So there you are. Those are your three organic quiz questions for today. It's quite difficult to say, isn't it? Organic. Organic quiz questions. Organic question. I'm fine. You You said it well. Organic quiz questions. It's quite tricky questions. Well, the answers will be because it's kind of like... Well, they're very subtle differences, aren't they? One, one, or both. So it's like, oh, okay. Ah, Good questions. Thank you. Good to build awareness. I did. I took it took a while to research these questions. Did it? Mm. You had plenty of time while you were dog sitting. Yes. <laughs> in between the walks. Yeah. I mentioned on Sunday. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> so those are your three questions. We'll give you another recap a little bit later on, and the answers coming up at the end of the podcast. Right then. Now. You ready? 
Now. Now. It's time for the has ha, ha, celebs on helium. You ready? Oh. Well, we were struggling a little bit. You know, you sort of hit 40 and you start thinking, am I with the right person? Am I in the right town? Do I do, am I doing the right job? No, it's beautiful. Really, really lovely setting. Really, really beautiful castle. And yeah, the sun's shining, so everyone's in for a treat. Whichever duo says that, they are lying. And with a with a real double act, you often see, or people are certainly looking for, uh, the, the, the chips and the armour. Sorry, I got so excited there, I pressed the button to... That's you know. fine, don't worry about it, don't panic. So the final celebrity, as you guessed last week, was Eamon Holmes. Yes. So hopefully you've done your research and you get the other two. Yeah. <coughs> so... Absolutely. Come on. A comedian, please. Come on, give me a comedian. Lenny Henry. Lenny Henry or so. Jack. I can't think of comedians. I was actually with last week. Oh, dear me. Come on. I can't think of anybody. <laughs> <sighs> I work with two oblivious idiots. What about Rufus Freddy Hound? Freddie Star. No. Rufus Hound. Rufus Hound. No. Okay. <laughs> Celebrity Baker. <laughs> Anthea Turner. Anthea. <laughs> she might have been on Celebrity Bake Off. I thought that might count. No, it doesn't count. No. Okay. No. We've said Nigella Lawson. You said no. I've got no ideas on this. I might as well order a pint from Nadia, the Alex, whilst you try and work out I some know. celebrities. We, I tell you what, I think you need to get other people on the case because... Well, this is I why we Jack- open it to the public. Your chance to win the £30 <laughs> Amazon voucher. I'm getting really annoyed now with this competition. <laughs> I think we need a completely different quiz master for this section because we don't handle this. Don't upset him. No. Well, no. Oh, tell you what, next week's the last week, isn't it? Because it's September next week. Because of Bank Holiday coming up. Mm. So you've got another two weeks. Another two weeks? Yeah. No, you said that no, out thought, loud. Because you didn't turn up once, we, we banned it. We've kind of oh, said, yeah, okay, that was an- it. That's another three weeks, isn't it? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't bear it. If you can think of another competition that we can do with Beverly, by all means... Think that we can guess. That, that, that we can get we rid of this competition and move on to the next one. <laughs> by all means. But at the moment, it remains because you've only got one of them. Right, OK. Come well, on. one is more Come than on. none. Come on, come on, come on, comedian. Comedian, Give us a clue about what are they on television currently. Uh, probably is. I don't say probably. We need OK, a he's a comedian plus he. a t- t- TV presenter. Comedian and TV come presenter. Come on, come on, Michael McIntyre. No. Who's that? Um, who's got their phone on? Somebody wants to go with the competition. That's it. Who are they? Do you want to put them on? <laughs> I've asked them to call back a little bit later with a proper answer okay. so I can... I like to just call back a bit later. Cancel. <laughs> Celebrity Baker then, come on. Celebrity Last Baker. Last shot, Last shot. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. No idea. I don't know. Right then, we'll give you another recap in the middle of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Probably that workman over there that's making a racket will probably be able to make it over who it is. Anyway, still to come then, we recap, unpack the fact with... Yes, Gary is here to explain FedCap employment and Tracy from the Fleet Bid to give us an update and a special guest coming to Fleet as well. Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. Oh, you stay there. <gasps> you no, know, I may know who that uh, is. You stay right there. sexy man. Uh, you stay right there. You'll find out in just a couple of moments on the Weekly Experience podcast.
Caleb's Coffee, we've tried to be different to other coffee shops. Our artisan coffee is locally roasted. Our homemade cakes are, well, made locally. Our milk comes from local farms, and our staff are local too. People of Fleet have been raving about Caleb's Coffee on Facebook. Find out what it's all about. You can catch us every Tuesday to Saturday at Church Crookham Community Centre. Find out more details on our Facebook and Instagram page at Caleb's Coffee UK. Caleb's Coffee. Here at SMJ Media, we're expanding and getting bigger and better by the day. Don't just take our word for it. Okay, darling, uh, if you can do the do the Bob Gale love, but just throw in a little, little lovely little touch of Kermit as well, that'd be lovely. Okay, and go, great. Here's what you had to say. Right, if you want to reach a seriously big audience by podcast or by video, you know what you have to do. Talk to the guys at SMJ Media Group. Go on, do it. If you want to reach a seriously big audience by podcast or by video... You know what you have to do. You have to get in touch with the guys at SMG Media Group. So, if you're interested in seeing and hearing how we can help your business marketing succeed, get in touch today with SMJ Media. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. Bramble, do you want a word? It's the weekly experience. So welcome back to the weekly experience today at the Alexandra in Farbra. We're joined by Jack and Bev today uh, on this podcast. So if you'd like to be on the podcast in a future week, do get in touch with us. Do I'll get even in touch buy you a coffee. Wow. Wow. No, you can only come on if you tell us the answers to the quiz <laughs> questions. Oh, I want to give him a shout. They do some great lunches here. We've they got, we've got the chicken at me. Chicken chips and um, yeah. show it to the camera. Hi YouTube. Yeah, go on the YouTube version of this podcast. It is very tasty, actually. Good value for money, tasty, friendly people. Have a little crunch, go on. I'll let you a little crunch. Yeah, go on. Oh, isn't that beautiful? He loves his sound effects. That's a beauty. That wasn't Beverly making that sound effect up. She was actually eating. I was actually eating it. There's a mouthful of food Mm. now. Mm. (laughs) She was eating some chicken in her mouth. (laughs) Not for the first time. Anyway, (laughs) let's crack on with the unpack the fact statement, which is from me today. I once interviewed the former Prime Minister, Tony Blair. Right. What was he like? Nice. Was he? What did you ask him? (sighs) Well, obviously something to do with the sea cadets, because I was there, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very consistent, (laughs) isn't he? She's coughing over her chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was something to do with the sea cadets. Obviously, I was asking that. Okay, and what did he wear? Suit of some description? Can't remember. Exactly. We are going back about 20-odd years. 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, of course you are, yes. Um, Jack? Because we're in 2021. I don't know, he's kind of like consistent in what he's talking about. Yeah, but he was before about all that caravan yeah, but stuff. His emotional kind of thing shows that he's not rolling his eyes because he's sinking. Mm. Unless he's just a good actor. Mm. Actor, darling. So he wasn't there on his own, obviously. No. Did you have to get permission to talk to him? Um... No, I think I kind of cheekily, because that's how press do it nowadays, cheekily. Where did you interview at The St. Lowestoff? Yeah, yeah, the, the sea cadets. Hmm. Okay. There's no reason why it shouldn't be true. It's difficult yeah, to yeah. hang hang a, something controversial on it, isn't it? Yeah, you two are, are really funny with these, because you can believe, like, yes or no, and it's the opposite. So, is it, so do these. Mm. Kind of hard Any to questions guess. anymore? Um, <clears throat> was Sherry with him? No. So it just is a boy's day out. Yeah. And you happened to be there by coincidence. Well, no, I was going. I knew he would be there. I, I didn't think I'd have an opportunity to grab an interview. 
So you I took the chance, but I got it. Did, did right. he buy you tea? Did he did, buy me tea? Yeah, did he buy you tea? Oh, yeah, he bought me a scotton with jam and cream on, Jack. Okay. <laughs> I'll go check it. <laughs> That's days. an odd question. I know we want questions. That's an odd one. Well, I say, say tea because back in them days, coffee wasn't as expanding as it much as today, is it, really? So we've been tea, tea Okay, then. let me just think of another question. <laughs> so where, whereabouts was you, was you with him in Lyostoff? At the Sea Cadets. By, by the sea? Yeah, because that's where the Sea Cadets usually... <laughs> well, no, because in Cam you've well, got, you got well, Sea Cadets in Cam. Lowestoft is the furthest east point that you can go in the United Kingdom. So he knows his stuff to do with Lowestoft, mm. doesn't he? Yeah. So you were there basically covering the Sea Scouts. Mm-hmm. He was there covering the Sea Scouts. What was happening that was that significant for him to be there covering the Sea Scouts? Well, they were doing like a fundraising thing. They wanted fundraising and help with their fundraising. Yeah, but then so did a lot of people. I know that, but they managed to get Tony Blair, didn't they? <laughs> okay. Right, so you can did, kind of book them. You know, I think they do pick and choose. I should think they would yeah. do. Yeah. So he decides to go and be interviewed. Well, he didn't by decide Roger. himself, did he? Tony Blair didn't think. Oh, on the Sunday night. Oh, let's go and see the lowest off sea cadets. No, I think it went like. <laughs> I think it kind of went like this, you know. Roger just emailed you. You can have an interview with him. Oh yeah, get him on. <laughs> yeah, Sherry. Yeah, I got a message from Sherry. Okay, so just go through that statement again. Okay, my statement point. goes like this. I once interviewed the former Prime Minister Tony Blair. Right. Okay. Well, I may have made my mind up. I think you probably have too, Jack. So we'll, we'll re- revisit that at the end. Okay. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey, it's the weekly experience. Time to crack on with the rest of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and speak to this gentleman. Uh, sometimes it can be difficult for us struggling to get a job, etc. Well, Gary's here from FedCap Employment to explain. So tell us about FedCap. FedCap have uh, a contract uh, which runs the the length of the M3 basically and it's an employability contract so we are there to help people with some sort of disadvantage be that length of unemployment, be that disability, be that few or no qualifications back into work. It's about as simple as that really. We're kind of co-funded by the Department of Work and Pensions and European Social Fund. Big old organisation? Big organisation. It's huge. Um, They originally started in New York. Uh, That was in the 1930s. And that was by three ex-World War I vets who had some sort of injury or trauma as a result of the First World War. Um, They couldn't kind of get or sustain in work as a result of those injuries. So basically they helped themselves and employed themselves with this employability contract. And certainly in the United States, I mean, that is literally coast to coast in the United States. It is huge. And we are part of its first imprint into Europe. Uh, I think there's also, they're attempting or have attempted to try and take some of the Canadian uh, government kind of contracts as well. So that could be uh, another interesting fact. But where that's gone during COVID, I've no idea. So what is your step into it? My, I used to work for Department for Working Pensions. I spent 30-odd years in Department for Working Pensions and uh, came out in 2014 and probably did nothing for a couple of years, to be quite honest. Um, I just about clapped out at the time. Um, but essentially, I came in, I saw uh, an opportunity, uh, and that was for a company called Working Links. And that was to encourage people to to take up the opportunity that Working Links was offering. Uh, Working Links was eventually taken over by FedCap. Uh, but what I was there to do was to talk to job centres, talk to people like yourselves, 
talk to citizens of voice bureau talk to some debt advice people whatever it may be and say look we are here we are there to to help people back into work um and that's obviously you know from the mental health point of view that could be a good idea from the financial point of view that could be a very good idea we're there to to help people get work not just any old work where they're kind of like you know here a couple of days and there a couple of days it's very much long-term sustainable employment that we're, we're we're talking about so how do you help people then so what we would do we would get people signed up um at least that's the, the technical term that i use um which essentially kind of like is a is a number of, of sheets of paper where you know name address etc etc that gets emailed off to department for work and pensions uh they'll make sure all our registration bits and pieces are right and then that comes back to uh to ourselves um once dwpo actually agreed that once that's come back then it's up to one of our consultants on the m3 and they just get spread out wherever they may be so if it was say someone like yourself you would get a call from tracy for example uh, and that will just be a case of well hi um can i make a, a time to give you a call in the next kind of couple of days or possibly later today whatever it might be and the first thing they'll do is what they call a one assess which will be a really a case of what you can do what you can't do what you will do and what you won't do simple as that uh, that'll take about an hour in length and they'll trail all the way through that come out with some kind of like you know hints if you want or conclusions from that particular conversation uh, they're there to aid to make a cv they're there to to try and kind of help break down whatever barriers to RNA wrinkles and creases between where an individual is now and where they need to be at some point in the future that was Gary joining us from FedCap in the noisy hustle and bustle of Canteen in Fleet, ladies and gentlemen. So that was uh, the coffee grinder in the background. So I thought I'd explain that. We could, we so could do a competition all the coffee shops. Which one's the loudest? Which one's the quietest? <laughs> I know. I love. I love these special effects, though. Well, <laughs> they're the not real special life effects. special effects. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about FedCap mm. then. Uh, great ethos. Great ethos. Really, really like it. They've got. They're just recently set up in Farnborough Business Park as well. Okay. Mm, so I think that's really good because they basically take people on and support them through from unemployment to employment, and they will um, help buy interview clothes, send you on courses, right? Help you compile your CV, right? And just generally, if there's somewhere to go that you think you might be able to, um, a little bit of mileage, they'll support you through it. That's good, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I think, really we, you know, once I don't know about you, um, once you get older, for instance, you just don't, you don't know what to put nowadays. You don't know how to set out your CV, for instance, if you've got to apply for a new job. Mm. Or, or probably because you've been living your life in a certain way for so long, yeah. you don't see on that CV what other things that you can be doing. Mm. So I think once, once you get put forward to an interview and get the job, ideally, that's just not the end of it. That is, um, they support you through the first period of time as well. Yes, Jack. I come back like years ago when I left, kind of left school. They kind of said you need a suit and tie for your interviews, no matter what you're going for. Suit and tie. Now it's kind of casual wear, isn't it? You don't have to. As long as you just feel comfortable, look smartly dressed, doesn't need to be a suit and tie anymore. You know. Yeah, as long you're as you're right. Tidy. There. Had a bath. Washed your hair. 
thing yeah. is, exactly. that's, that's a fair point as well. You turn up in some interviews and you don't have to be wearing that suit and tie. And you turned up with that suit and tie on. Sometimes you're a little bit overdressed. That's true. I think probably smart casual is the word, but I do think it's really great that, you know, if you're stra- they, they help you with um, travel expenses. Right. And if you're not confident about getting from your home to the, the uh, place of um, interview, they'll do a dry run interview um, visit with you. You know, I think that's what it needs. A lot of people to uh, have these dry run interviews, practice kind yeah. of thing as well. Yeah, that can be it. quite nerve-wracking, like an exam. Oh my god! Exactly. You know, exactly. You're speaking so to me. Sorry. I think that's <laughs> really good. So they've got the contract for yeah. the whole of the local area, and um, definitely, if you get put up for it, go for it. I say it's a massive organisation. That's FedCat. Uh, you can hear the full interview with Gary. Uh, at uh, Buzz Talk Business, ladies and gentlemen, if you fancy having a butcher's at that and uh, to find out a little bit more information. Yeah, I'd recommend that. Mm. So, let's have some music on the podcast. Laura Lowe, this is called Drifting. Drifting 
and that is called Drifting on the Weekly Experience podcast. If you fancy getting your music on the podcast, do get in touch with us here uh, by sending us your tracks and also getting in touch via an email and we could include you on an interview, etc, etc. So do get in touch. We'd mm. love to hear from you. We'd love to hear We're going to have a very special weekly experience video going out very soon. We haven't recorded it yet. We're going to book it. And that's to do with um, the lady Charlotte Cam- Camper. Camper? Campbell. Camber. She busks around London a lot. So we're going to see if we can get an interview why she's busking. Oh, yes. And we've got that other idea that we thought about as well, which we're keeping under wraps for now, ladies and gentlemen, which will be something that will be coming up very soon. Very, very soon. So, do get in touch. Right. Organic September, ladies and gentlemen, is a month-long campaign which aims to raise awareness of the products, brands, producers, farmers, etc. here in the UK. So, food labelled organic must meet a strict regime's on how they're grown, etc. Want to know more about the month? All you have to do is head to the soilassociation.org. Now, when you go to the supermarket, mm. do you look for organic food? I don't personally myself, I must be honest. Um, no, in a, in a word. I do buy free range eggs. Right. Um, I don't particularly look for organic food. Yeah, because organic food is more expensive than general food. Mm. Yeah, you always do but find that. Why don't make sense? This might answer some of the questions on the, the quiz, quiz question as yes, well. Yes, go on. Well, clever, clever, Jack. Organic food doesn't have pesticides or anything like It's not treated. It's purely organic in the ground. Mm. So they're not spending money on pesticides. So why is it more, more expensive than ones you spray a lot on? They're just leaving it to its own devices to grow to yeah, its but natural you, progression. With, so the ones, why, with yeah. normal food, mm. they're spraying on it. So they're obviously putting pesticides on to make it grow or injecting stuff to make it bigger. It's more labour so intensive. Yeah, more intensive. The farmer has to go and see and check on that crop all the time. Yeah. But this is my argument constantly about that. You know, you see the end aisles where everything is uh, an offer, buy one, get one free or whatever the offer might be and it's never healthy, good for you stuff. It isn't, ever. Why isn't it, I would say. Hmm. Raised a point now, Beverly. I can't answer that myself, but mm. there you go. But if you'd like to know more information about organic months. <laughs> but you know what? I think it'd be great if there's anybody out there listening mm. right now who knows anything about organic foods involved in that industry. We'd love to talk to you. Well, Mr. Sainsbury's. Yeah. Mr. Tesco. Any Anybody. Mr. Asda. Or there's, somebody there's local nice, around here. Yeah, there's a nice lady Or Mrs. In Waitrose, apparently. A farm shop person from yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. There's a lady in Bagshot. She does organic cafe and she knows everything about it when the last had an interview with her a few she's years ago she's got an organic calf mm-hmm. right we're setting up our podcasting mm-hmm. there one day I, I think it's like organic it's gluten free and it's all that other stuff as well oh, but she's she's researched it we need really to go knowledgeable. There. whereabouts is it she's in Bagshot but she's also got a place we've got a couple of places now Bagshot uh, I think Godming I think is one of them mm-hmm. and there's another area where is it Godmington why can he not say let's go and see her in Bagshot then and have a long chat with I'll her. get in touch with her because mm, it's important show. it's an yeah, important yeah. thing well we've got the whole of September to do that team <clears throat> yes so get That's your good. emails out okay yes so there you are organic month hitting us in September ladies and gentlemen or we might be in September whenever you listen to this podcast of mm. course because it could be Christmas when you're listening to this podcast yeah and also yeah if it is and you have then check out the um, podcast that we've got had done yeah and check out organic uh, month in 2022 
Anyway, we're confusing matters, ladies and gentlemen. Let's speak to Tracy from Fleetbeard. Uh, Tracy Shrimpton is here. So remind us about the Fleetbeard, Tracy. Yeah, it's great. You know, the bid is it's led by, you know, I support the bid as a, as a sort of project manager, the marketing manager, but it's led by a team of directors of businesses in the town and they have some amazing ideas. And we've got Justine who supports us as the events manager. And she's found some great businesses to go in there to do the pop-up mini artisan markets or the actual events and activities. She's sourcing great people. So yeah, it's a really exciting project to be involved. I tell you what I have noticed, which I think is music to many stallholders' ears or eyes, is when you go in there's tablecloths on the tables I know that's crazy but such detail like that makes such a difference yeah, no, yeah. You, <laughs> you know, you, you're silly, but observation there from oh, Mandy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know crazy but true but it is it's so it's those small things so yeah there's Wi-Fi in the hub there are tablecloths there's a chair tables and a shelving unit because actually if you're starting out as a business and you're thinking about doing a retail or a market you may not have those things so to just think you know, not to put barriers in people's way it's like yep you just come in you hire your table for a day a week a weekend however long um, and pretty much everything you need is there so do you get lots of people going in there thinking oh I don't know what I've walked into um, I, it, it's been really interesting because I think people are sort of oh what's happening now I mean it's like you know, Fleet is it's a wonderful small community and somebody described it actually to me as it's almost like a village a large village that you know, a lot of people you know the business owners the business owners know you you know each other um, so there's almost a little bit oh what's happening in the hub this weekend I love I love this place actually because obviously I'm not a local myself so I do love coming to Flea it's something different and you know it's got a great vibe about mm. it which I love yeah yeah it has it has and I've, I've been here a long time and I've seen the changes I think it's brilliant I think what you're doing for the community is essential and we need it because we need experiences on the high street because yes. it's changing and, and you must have noticed that I mean you've brought how many other experiences have you brought to Fleet High Street. Oh, but, um, yeah. and what I think it is, as you say, you know, it, it's people, you know, particularly with COVID, it's kind of changed people's shopping habits. But even before that, people weren't going to the high street just to shop. They would go for an experience. And we're very lucky here because you get great service from the independents. So you know, that is a wonderful experience. Um, but actually, people are expecting more events, more activities, something going on. So whether that is... Um, a market or whether it's you know, things we've done in the past like the food festival those sorts of things the wild animal trail the christmas events you know, those reasons to come into come into the town and the food festival is fantastic yes yeah you don't go home without a bag or three when's it the food festival usually then we weren't able to do it last year we haven't been able to do it this year um and it has been held in the past on the views and you yes i've brought eleven thousand people into fleet so we do have a celebrity chef coming to Fleet. Ooh, tell me um, more. Ooh. So in September, the weekend of the 11th and 12th of September, Jean-Christophe Deveni will be in Fleet. Oh, wow. So you're we're keeping it under wraps at the moment, the details, but that's something quite exciting to look forward to. So Because we've got so many great food outlets. It's a wonderful opportunity to be able to celebrate those. Tracy, thank you very much indeed for uh, spending some time with us today. We really appreciate it. Um, so if anyone wants to get in touch with Fleetbeard, give us the details. Yeah, probably the best way is via our website, www.findyourfleet.org. But we're also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a LinkedIn page as well. So yeah, get in touch. Excellent. Tracy, for now, thank you very much. Thank you. So you can hear the full interview with Tracy from Fleetbeard's Ads Buzz podcast. 
www.co.uk and then click on weekly experience extra bits with good old Tracy lovely to have a little bit of an update yeah Jean Christophe hey uh, yeah, Jean Christophe Novelli a bit of garlic in there yeah. I mean, I, I, when I heard the word I completely um, forgot the when when is it the when it's uh, 11th of September I think alright so it's all coming up soon I sent him it was in Ratatouille wasn't he the film no, he's a chef, a proper chef. Yeah, that was a ratatouille, he's a chef. Do you think he's you a watch cartoon. He might have voiced the... I can't remember. Who Do you think so? I don't know. Let's look into that. I just, fed, I just thought about it. Very fed. You could yeah. never understand what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Do you know what I mean, baby? I, I know what you mean. You know, yeah, very false. It's Scottish. Very false. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because ratatouille is based in Paris, wasn't it? Yes, mm. yes. <laughs> I don't know. Leave you on your own for ten minutes. Yeah, and dear, what happens. Oh dear me. Anyway, <laughs> he sort of the fly there, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Rog? What's up with you today? Is that a nice fly? What did they put in your coffee then this morning? A little hot, hot a little Irish coffee or something. If I already had. So then, here's your three related organic quiz questions. How confident are you feeling? feeling I confident? reckon two, maybe. Possibly. Two for Bev. Yeah, it's going to be a case of no, probably one. <laughs> <laughs> He's being very honest. Very honest today, which is great to hear. So, question one goes like this. The difference between organic food and non-organic food lies in fertilising the crops, weeding, managing pests and diseases, or all three of them. Okay. Thoughts? Yeah, I've got them. Okay. Got some ideas. Okay. Question two. <laughs> Which amongst these organic foods is a healthier choice? Organic banana, organic apple, or organic pumpkin? Now I'm really looking forward to finding the answer on yeah, this yeah. one. Don't, don't, ask, me, on don't ask me for the scientific answer for it. No, I've okay. just got the answer, okay? Just got the okay. Answer. And then you can do your research and go away a happy geek when yeah. you've looked up the answer and share it on our Absolutely. little Sharing WhatsApp group. Question three today. What are the requirements for meat to be labelled organic? Organic livestock must be fed organic feed. Organic livestock must not be given growth hormones. Or C, both. Good. Yep. Yep. Confident? I'm definitely, no. definitely going to get one. <laughs> definitely one for Jack. A possible maybe two. Oh, okay. Or are you making that bit up? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is our three organic quiz questions for today. Good. Yeah. Now then, celebs on helium. Mm. Hmm. Doing well. Have I got time to go and get a drink whilst you think of some celebrities for us? Yeah, could do. Okay. Or I could, I could just... Well, actually, I'll go, actually, do you know what? I'm going to Google. I'm going to go gonna off Google. to Nadia and get some drinks, right? Comedians. And see if you can come up with some answers. First of all, I've got to blow up a balloon. And you, Beverly. You heard it? Well, we were struggling a little bit. You know, you sort of hit 40 and you start thinking, am I with the right person? Am I in the right town? Do I do, am I doing the right job? Beautiful, really, really lovely setting, really, really beautiful castle, and yeah, the sun's shining, so everyone's in for a treat. Whichever Jew says that they are lying, and with a with a real double act, you often see, or people are certainly looking for uh, the, the the chips and the armor. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Fine. Fantastic. Jack. What do you call him? 
I've got, don't tell him, I have a list of comedians. Right, I got okay, me pint. Cool. Right, right, what we got? Jack Whitehall. Jack Whitehall? Yeah, do you think? I mean, yeah. he's about the right age. I like that. Answer. Yeah. That's good, yeah. <laughs> She's got the list now. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what are you cheating? Jack, Jack, Jack. Lee Evans. Oh, no, Lee Evans. Lee Evans, Jack Whitehall. Yes. Both wrong. Oh. Come on. Come on. Come mm. on. Um, Port scratchings, Nadia, please, love. Thanks. <laughs> oh, my phone's gone no, flat. No, I don't like the salted one. My phone has gone flat. <laughs> Cameron breaks. We lose battery on the thing. <laughs> Your phone's gone flat. Um, but don't worry, I got Alan my sorted Carr. nuts. How about Alan Carr again? Uh, Alan Carr. He was the answer oh. to the last one. So like he could that. be like a double like bluff. Like that. Yeah, yeah. No. No. <laughs> now I know who might be able to help us. Oh, yes. Nadia has just walked back into the room. Nadia, come here. We need you. There. Take a seat. Take a seat there, my love. There we go. That's fine. That's fine. We just need your expertise. I just need, I just need your expertise. Just while speaking to the microphone. Right, Nadia. Give me a comedian slash TV presenter. Give me some names. Ramesh Ranganathan. Oh, goodness. That, good? that sounds mm. good. Yeah, that's a good He's answer. He's a comedian, Estros presenter. Not the right one we're looking for, Nadia. Oh. That's not the right one. I'm <laughs> pinning my hopes on you. Somebody else? Give me some moment. Um, okay, let's think. TV presenter and... They're Comedian. difficult, yeah, because mm. there aren't really that many. Mm. Oh, what's End Car? Jimmy Alan, Car? Jimmy Car. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Car, Jimmy good, Car. good answer, Nadia. And? No. Uh, what do you mean? No. Oh, there is one in particular that you want. Yeah, yeah, we're doing this competition called Celebs on Helium. Basically, gonna... Nadia's just walked into the room, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll just put her on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> we're giving a Comedian TV presenter. Okay, yes. how are you on your celebrity bakers? No. On you, t- you two celebrity bakers? No, no. We, no. Are you, we've proved that already. Uh. Ba- basically, um, we've got this he- um, celebrities on helium, right. and uh, for the last I don't know half a dozen centuries, we'll, we'll cut this bit mud for ages. We've been trying to guess who they are. <laughs> I and see. Okay. Easy, so yeah. we were relying on no, you then. Me, Thanks very much for your help, there, Nadia. Uh, anyway, sorry, Nadia, whilst, whilst you're here, quickly before you go, <laughs> yeah. Alex Fest. Yes, Alex Fest, Saturday, 11 September. Uh, check out our Facebook page and you can buy the ticket. It's uh, between midday and 8 o'clock. How many bands? Eight, eight different bands from all sorts of different music, some Beatles, some uh, rock, some soul, some pop, a bit of everything. It's a good and day to come And it's all along. in a good cause. It's in aid of Phyllis Taqua Hospice, yes. You may go back to your bar now. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be up there whilst these two try and work out. Celebrity, Helium. comedian, TV presenter, <laughs> slash baker. That's, that's nice. You bring her on, then you kick her off. There that's you are. Really nice. Thanks, Nadia, love. She, she's completely Lovely useless. food. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Thank you. <laughs> she's not going to invite Bye. us back. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. That was lovely, Nadia, trying to come up with the answers, but, but didn't, didn't help you at all. Anyway, let's move on to, uh, for that then. It's back in a couple of weeks' time when we return on the weekly experience. Is this the last one? What do you mean? The last uh, one of the... No, we'll, we'll hold it again when Penal, we return. I need you to firm up. So we've got two more it, weeks of it. Is this the last one for this week? Is it, is it back on the next week? Yes. So we, we're seeing in two weeks, for me. Okay. Don't confuse matters. We haven't got to the end of the podcast. Stay with us because we've still got lots to fit in. Thank
Thanks for that smooth junction there, Jack. Thank you very much indeed. Mike's here from the Escape Hunt in Basingstoke to tell us a little bit more. And the answer will be revealed if I'm telling the truth or not on Unpack the Fact. Details on Fox School, go to foxschool.com or victoriabb.com. Funny Boats Comedy Club. All over the shop in Farnham, different parts of Guildford, Camberley, all over the place. Check out the website. Oh, what's the website called? Funnybonescomedy.com. <laughs> Check out funnybonescomedy.com is a right laugh in it <laughs> talking to you with real stories real people real life this is the weekly experience Hey, it is the weekly experience. It's Rog, it's Jack, and it's Beverly here at the Alexander and the lovely company of Nadia today, who you heard on the podcast to talk about the Alex Fest, uh, which is in a couple of weeks' time. It's a couple of weeks' time. It does sound good, doesn't it? Indeed. All right, let's crack on with the rest of the show and give you the answer to this. It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true, true, false, false, true. Right. Statement goes like this then. I once interviewed the former Prime Minister, Tony Blair. Questions? Any questions? Any questions? I've kind of exhausted my questions. questions? I know what Question? I think the answer is. Question? 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 Huh? What's he on? <laughs> I think it's had too much coffee from earlier. What do you think, Jack? Has got anything else to ask? Mm, no, I kind of covered most of it now. Mm, so it's I like so. I'm going to go. Would you like to ask? Honest answer. Yes, tell us. Okay. Is it the truth or is it a lie? Okay, um, I want you to both to tell me, because otherwise you coincide with one. Well, I'm going to go you for can that. You can okay, I'll so go for the other one. So, I'll three, one. two, one. True. true. So you both said true, yeah? Yes. I once interviewed Tony Blair. Oh, can I change my mind now? <laughs> no, you can't change your mind now. So you're sticking with true, yeah? yeah. Yes. You're sticking with true? Yes. Is false. <gasps> He's crafty, isn't he? I somehow thought he was going to say that, but yeah. he had it all stacked up. Was did it all the occasion happen? It just nope. wasn't you that was into it. No, nope. so none of it happened. I lived in Lowestoft. I never seen that. the sea cadets. Never met Tony Blair. I thought Lowestoft was full of old farts. No. <laughs> <laughs> Changing the ethos of the Suffolk coastline, Jack. Okay. Nice. Mm. Nice lie. Nice lie. Wasn't never it? trust you again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mum, if you are listening, who's the moderator of the podcast? Yes, is she? Is she approving so far? Well, she won't approve of that because I've told her a big fat lie, won't yeah, but she? But that's the point of the feature. Mm, true. I'll, I'll have to explain that to I her. I love the idea of you doing that commandeering Tony Blair, though, and saying, talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, you know what? It does sound a little it, bit. Yeah, because he's the, the, the radio, and obviously quite a lot bigger than the radio stations as well. It's very hard to know whether he's telling the truth or not because it could be quite true. It could I be. You, I shan't tell you how I did it. No, no. She talks about the BBC and all that kind of stuff as well. So mm. they kind of had that kind of power to put present us there. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you very I much. I did work for the BBC, by the way, at one yeah, we time. Know, yeah, we I did. just want to clarify that I did work for the BBC and that commercial is radio. That's true. Yeah, those that's are hard. true that's what stories. Makes, that's what makes it hard to know whether you are telling the truth or not. But, you know, I suppose if you thought about that seriously, he's not a political journalist, is he? So well, me, no. So, um... 
it would have been spur of the moment, if anything. But I couldn't actually understand. We've been a lackey, so he could be like, "Oh, the guy's sick. You're trying to fill in on the on the on the, the politics side. Go and do it, Rog." Yeah, there's, <laughs> there, he's down lower stuff with the sea cadets. Off you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a lie. It's a lie. Sorry about that. Thank you for that. Be you, yes. I'm so chuffed about that. <laughs> anyway, Mike's here to explain. Let's move on. Uh, Mike's here to explain uh, about the building called Escape Hunt in Basingstoke. So, explain to us the concept. So, we're actually becoming one of the leading brands of escape rooms in the UK, which is amazing. We opened three, four years ago now, sweeping across the UK, which is amazing. Uh, we put you into a room. We don't lock you in the room. Which we'll is talk a very, about that in a minute. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. We put you into a room. You have to solve puzzles, riddles, uh, all sorts of interactive games and stuff. About the theme of the room, which is amazing. So across the UK, there's about eight, nine, ten themed different rooms. They're always coming up with new ones. They're releasing new ones currently as well, which is exciting to talk about in a second because I'm so excited for those. <laughs> you can see it. I know, I know. So exciting. Um, and then, yeah, you have an hour in the room to try and escape. Hmm. It's really good. So where did the concept come from? Was it a programme on television or something? I'm not entirely sure, if I'm honest. I'm, I'm brand new to the whole escape room experience. I joined them at the end of last year in October, so I'm still learning myself, but I know that it's a huge factor from the Crystal Maze. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say something about yeah. Crystal Maze. Yeah. yeah. I, I, was that lot. I used to love that. They used to go mm. into a room and they used to have to do various tasks, and then if they succeeded, they got the crystal. Absolutely. It's exactly and I, the same. I knew I would well, have didn't get it back in time and then we got stuck they in the room got locked in and that's, that's where it's come yeah. from <laughs> that is my terror because it was kind of a bit traumatic with Richard Richard some, O'Brien Richard O'Brien that's what we do That's we are the Richard O'Briens of the escape room oh yeah it's great and I've heard about it all over the place it seems to be really really popular at the moment we are fully booked which is really I mean it's amazing for us coming out of lockdown uh, you know it's one of those things where we weren't expecting many people to come and experience being locked <laughs> back into a room. Yeah, that's but, an interesting concept, yeah, isn't it? It's no, fantastic. We're locked down for a long time. Now let's go and do an entertainment thing where we get locked in. Absolutely. Cool. I think it's the experience and it's obviously what we bring to it as well mm. uh, as hosts and games masters is what we're called. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, well, cool. uh, when you say game master, you start going really geek and go, wow, look, he's lord of master. You know? I, I mean, that's, that's one of my official job titles is mm. games master. So I just like saying that to people. I don't do you know wear an outfit? Uh, unfortunately not, no. <laughs> I would love to. I would absolutely love to. That would be very theatrical if yeah. we did that, wouldn't it? Well, based on the different types of rooms that we have, we've yeah. got so many options yeah, available what, to us. What, are, what mm. rooms have you got currently? So, currently in Basingstoke, we have Alice in Wonderland, or Alice in Puzzleland, as we like to call it. Uh, so you have to set the Mad Hatter's tea party before uh, the Queen arrives, which is fantastic. We have Aladdin and the Cave of Wonders. You have to try and find Genie's lamp within the hour, somewhere within the cave. Mm-hmm. We have a World War II one, which is our finest hour. All about finding uh, Morse code machines, Enigma machines, cryptic devices. It's one of the hardest rooms, but it's so much fun. Sounds really good. It sounds like you cater for all sorts of different types of people. Yeah, absolutely. So our minimum age is eight years old, and then you can be as old as you like to come oh, and really? play with us. Uh, how, how often do the theme rooms change? I'm not entirely sure. Obviously, we're a brand new site, so we're keeping our rooms as they are for at least a year, maybe two years. Um, but we have the facilities to build two new rooms, which are coming in very soon in the near future and I'm so excited <laughs> we'll come back to that in a minute I was going to say can you tell us a little bit more about this I, I, could, I could tell you about one oh. perhaps oh, okay. but, yeah. oh go on then go and share, 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 share so we are getting a licensed BBC room uh, 
Doctor Who Dalek Awakens. Oh. Which is, yeah, it's, it looks fantastic. Does um, it? That, that's going to be booked out solid. Uh, we've yeah. already had so much interest in it uh, from a lot of people around the area. Um, you know what you do them. need? You do need a press influence to come in and try it out for you. So... I'm just worried about the poster over there. <laughs> we are more than welcome to uh, get in touch with our marketing team, get you guys in experiencing what an escape room is, because uh, it would be fantastic. So more from Mike about the escape hunt at buzzpodcast.co.uk. It was interesting, wasn't it? Mm. Would you do that? Um, I think I have done something similar uh, to one of the escape rooms in Reading. Okay. Which was quite interesting. Was it? But I wasn't actually seeing. I, I was. Just, I was just there. To, <laughs> check this out. To hold a microphone. <laughs> oh yeah. What well, is this? Unpack the fact. No, all... no, no. That's true. Is it? Yeah. So you were there holding a microphone. Yeah. It was yeah. pretending to be a C stand. I was being Mr. Tech Man like Jack. Oh really? You were a knobs and buttons man mm. that day. So yeah. Jack, would you fancy something like that? I find games that bore me. Do you yeah. really? I don't play games. Strategic. I play card games or anything like that because it bores me. Oh. Uh, I'm being serious. I know, I know people who've done it and they really, really enjoyed it and booked to go back again and again. They'd love it. So you and me then? As you and me, I think we should try it out. He okay. did invite us to come I, along. I can record the CCTV cameras, watch you lot. Yeah, you could do. You could do that seriously because you wouldn't be allowed in the room with us. No. Would you See, turn into evil Jack? Yeah. Set yeah. things you're, up. You're, you're, plan you're, things I'm, ahead. I'm good, Bev. You're nasty. <laughs> Roger, he's evil. You'd just leave me in one room and you'd be in the other then? No, we could work as a team, as per usual. We must clarify, ladies and gentlemen, they do not lock you in the room. They do not lock you in there, because that was one of my fears, wasn't it? But they said, no, you can come out at any time. And it's quite light in there. It is. Yeah, I did actually go for a quick walk They do. They do strap your legs to a ball and chain. They <laughs> no, don't. We're don't trying to encourage people to go to the escape hunt, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, unlike that person over there. Don't pay any attention to Jack. That's not it at all. There's a fantastic energy in there and the brief walk around that I had. I'd love to go and experience Don't you want it. to fancy the, a new room, the Doctor Who room? Get you in the, I can get you in a, like a really scary room and I can be shouting in the background. Oh, get me out! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, more at buzzpodcast.co.uk. Check out the podcast with Mike. Absolutely great. Thank you very much indeed for coming down to see us there. Right, should we have some music on the podcast? Uh, Victoria BB, Sweet Dreams and Roses. It's not unusual to wake a memory of the face of someone. And as I taste the winds of February, Feels like I'm on a rerun Oh, I'm flicking through the pages Of a book that never quite begun Sweet dreams and roses You are to me Thank you. 
Victoria BB, and that, that is Sweet Dreams and Roses. If you fancy getting yourself on the podcast, if you're a musician, singer, songwriter, do get in touch with us. You can email uh, the team members. Beverly at smjmediagroup.uk. Yes. Jack at smjmediagroup.uk. Roger at smjmediagroup.uk. Yeah. Get in touch with one of the team members here. Get yourself on the podcast. Get yourself a bit of publicity. Get yourself some PI, et cetera, et cetera. We'll be here. Happy to talk. We're happy to promote you if you submit your music to us. There is a couple of new singers, songwriters on the way, which we're waiting just for the tracks to arrive in our inboxes. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, almost the end of the show today. Any closing headlines? No. No. Have a good week everybody mm-hmm. you, you, you got anything jack no no no, no bank holiday weekend so yeah. it's a short week next week yeah. mm-hmm. right so no closing headlines from us so let's wrap up the show with our quiz questions oh yes here we go 17 and a half to beverly 13 and a half to jack at the moment, that means Jack is paying for the curry at Christmas. Jack's paying for the curry at Christmas. Just at the I'm saving him, like. <laughs> Don't forget, double points October. Double points October, mister. I just saw that thing in my mind. <laughs> I can see, look, here's a wicked twinkle in your eye. What do you reckon, Jack? Double do you like point, that? How's that going to I'm work? Sort of... Instead of... Uh, Three points or two points. Yeah. You get four points or six points. So if you get all the questions right, you get two points, right? Mm. No, you get four points. So if you get two answers If you win the quiz, if you win the quiz for the week, you get two points. Mm. And if you get three out of three, you get four points. Double points, October. Or should we make it September? Do you want which which month? September. September. September? Might as well, we're going into September. If I get a hat trick, I'm not getting all the questions right, I get eight points, yeah? Okay, what's the answers? Uh, read the questions. Okay, otherwise we'll run out of music. The difference Sorry. between organic food and non-organic food lies in fertilising crops, weeding, managing pests and diseases, or all three of them. Beverly. Can you just say me again? Oh, no. <laughs> it's not the second one. The difference between organic food and non-organic food lies in fertilising the crops, weeding, managing pesticides and diseases, or all three of them. All three of them. Yeah, all three of them. One point each. Yay! <laughs> Delayed reaction there from the <laughs> crowd there, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously just waiting for come your... On, come on, yeah, I was going to say... They're on the edge of their waiting seats. Waiting for the answer to, uh, yeah, celebs on helium, yeah? You'll be waiting for Thank you. Which amongst these organic foods is a healthier choice? Organic banana, organic apple, or organic pumpkin? Jack. No, banana. Banana you're going for. Apple. One of you's right, one of you is wrong. <sighs> Beverly gets the point. Yay! It is the organic apple. I'm going for banana because monkeys eat it. It must be good for them. <laughs> so, Jack, pull back the points. You ready? Yeah. Beverly going for two points today if she I've gets got... another three out of three. Yes. I've got two so far. Oh, I like the tense of the music there. That was great. So, they decided today. What are the requirements for meat to be labelled organic? Organic livestock must be fed organic feed. Organic livestock must not be given growth hormones. Or C, both. I come to you, Beverly. Both. Both. 
intelligence building. <laughs> when you're ready. Yeah, pin drop in there. Just, I'd just like to keep the tension going there. Hold on. <laughs> One point each. <gasps> so that means Beverly. Guess what? I've got three out You've of three. You've only got three out of three today. It's organic quiz. And what does that mean? That means Devil points. 19 and a half to you. <gasps> uh, it means he packs this lot up and takes them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 19, 19 and, and a half, half points. And 13 and a half to Jack. Oh, it's getting a bit So, Jack, now. let me ask you, when would you like the double points month? September or October? October. Oh, okay. October. Mm-hmm. That means Beverly could walk away with it in September, you know? Yeah. I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm happy to um, bow to his opinion. It matters <laughs> to, to <bow>. me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's been lovely having you here. And, uh, we've got to say thank you to Nadia for making us feel very welcome. Uh, the Alexandra has ever a farmer. Looking forward to the Alex Fest on the 11th of September. So get your tickets now for that. It's going to be absolutely great. We will see you very soon. We will do. Have a lovely bank holiday, everybody. Indeed. See you soon. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for listening to this week's Weekly Experience. Don't forget to like us on our Facebook page at The Weekly Experience. And if you fancy being a guest, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcasts.co.uk.